0: welcome to the spread the spread i am john i'm the student ministries pastor here at southwest community church and
1: i am eric bundy i'm the children's pastor uh really like k through uh four k through five depending on
0: depending on the day on the day (laughs) And you got your, you got, you got the baby, you got zero to zero Yeah, to five. zero yeah. really to yeah, fourth, fifth newborns. grade,
1: right. Yeah.
0: All that good stuff. So, hey, we're going to talk about some cool stuff today. Um, if you don't know what this is, this is our Southwest podcast that we do um, here at Southwest. <laughs> Repetitiveness. Yes. Right? Um, uh, we do it because we want to just have conversation about things in the day-to-day life of the Christian life. Um, and just good discussion yes. um, about things. We, we had Pastor David on the last couple episodes. That we talked a lot about worship. Yes. Um, which is a good thing to talk about. It is. Pretty important part of the Christian life, right? Very. Um, and now we're shifting gears a little bit. Like like straight up shifted. Like we're driving stick. You know? Driving stick shift. <laughs> got it. We have the clutch down. We got the everything. All right. Yes. I've tried driving stick four times in my life yeah and two times were seriously trying okay. like spent long time trying to yeah. learn and i i just couldn't get it yeah granted they were on really old banged up cars okay that like would die yeah so like it, it wasn't help there right but i was like fearful for my life sure
1: <laughs> yeah for sure it is
0: hard it, it is stick. it takes
1: practice i actually learned on a stick shift yeah. To drive. But it was a long time ago. it was a, a stick shift um, uh, Hyundai Sonata.
0: Nice. Yeah. Was yeah. that your first car?
1: Uh, it was my parents' car oh, at the okay. time. My first car was actually a Dodge Charger.
0: What? Yeah, it was. Dodge Charger? It was.
1: Spoiled. And I wrecked it. So Classic. that's a whole nother Classic. story.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we're going to have another. This is how we're shifting again. We're just going to talk about Eric Eric's right, stories. Right, right. <laughs> that could be a cut, co- like three it could. episodes. It really could. <laughs> <laughs> so we're doing a two-part episode here, just yeah. like we did with worship. We're going to be doing a two-parter here. Our focus this time is faith yeah. and family. So those things paired together obviously faith in general You could talk about that forever but faith and family Mm. is a very specific thing that we should talk about absolutely now it's one of the main reasons why i asked you to be on these episodes because me and you encompass all of the minors that attend our church that's right 18 and under is either me or him yep that's right (laughs) so so we get to teach them we get to pastor them we get to, uh, you know, come alongside them, call them, be there for moments, yes. surgeries, visits, all that stuff. Yep. That's that's our that's our focus as uh, student ministries and, and childrens. So, we got some stuff to discuss. Yes. Um, and both being parents, right? We do have some things to talk about. You coming into a new season in your life, new season. Son's out the house. Empty nest. By the time people are watching this, he's go- he's long gone. He is. He's like he hasn't even called you right, and <laughs> Right, 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 right. <laughs> Who are we kidding? He's gonna call you every night. Probably. Um and uh and with me, I got a fresh one coming in. That's right. Um, probably, maybe born by this point. Should right. be born by this point. Okay. I think. All right. Um, and I'm really excited. Um, and at this moment, my second son is not born, but he will be. He will be um, at probably at the point of watching this. But two boys, two boys, two boys. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's gonna be fun. Yeah. <laughs> Lincoln is already Lincoln. My first. He's one and a half. He's close to one and a half. Yeah. He's getting there. And uh, he is like just a little psycho crazy boy. He's a little boy. I cleaned everything off my coffee bar in his reach, and he still found things to reach. Oh,
1: yeah, absolutely. Every time. He's a boy. He's got his
0: own kitchen thing to play with. Yes, of course. And he still comes to my stuff. Hey,
1: it's the forbidden.
0: (laughs) It's the forbidden fruits. Yeah, it is. It is. I
1: mean, that's just kids.
0: All right, so the biggest... Not the biggest. Uh, One of the themes of what we do on here on The Spread and why it's called The Spread um, is not only because we're talking about and we're spreading out the issues that we got here in the Christian faith, but we're also spreading some stuff on some things. Yes. And today we have some pretty basic stuff here. So we have thrown almond butter, creamy almond butter. Mind you, some of you might be excited about that, but there's no sugar added no salt added so this is going to be like straight mushed creamy nut butter
1: it's baby food basically and
0: uh and it's spread on an english muffin yeah so we're gonna see this is a really weird combo it is i think it's gonna be a good combo to an extent it could be and I just, just, as long as you got a drink next to you, yes. because it's probably going to be hard to swallow after a couple bites. Right. But we're going to rate this at the end and we'll tell you what we think of it. If this is a good cup, we tried these things so you don't have to. That's right. So you don't have to go to the store and buy this and tell if it's good or not. We'll let you know. If it's really good, then you get to go to the store and buy it. That's right. And be like, hey, Pastor Eric and Pastor John uh, endorse this. Yes. So we went. <laughs> so uh, what if we like jokingly said it was really good Mm. and then got everyone set people up (laughs) yeah yes we lose all our viewership we would (laughs) so um we're gonna dive into this as we dive into our topic okay so we're talking about faith and family so this is a good thing if you want to watch this with your kids this is a good thing you can watch with your kids yes um we're coming after you parents right now right Maybe the next episode is a little more of like everybody getting on this, but yes. parents were coming for you. That's right. That's coming. right. <laughs> so I want to open with this statement: Parents, we love you. Yes. You are the spiritual leader of your household,
1: mm.
0: and not of just your household, like. And uh, maybe like uh, that restricts it to you just thinking of your house, of your family, right. of your children, you are the main spiritual leader. You are the youth pastor yes. and the children's pastor, Very much. first and foremost. We're the secondary. Right. <laughs> right. We're second line of defense. So I want to start off with that statement because that's a true fact that you need to know. You need to breathe on that. Mm take it to like, just take a moment, breathe in and breathe out. Cause you got to accept that responsibility. <laughs> We're going to talk about a little bit of what that means. And maybe that's a, the fact that you would already say, yes, of course, I know that. Um, or maybe this is news to you, but either way, we need to talk a, a little bit more about this and what that really means and what um, and how we as pastors mm. can kind of talk about this with you and, and have this conversation and what it means for us to work together and how we raise the next generation up. Very good. So um, I'm going to go ahead and take my first go bite. Go ahead and take your um, first bite. Why don't we open with this first? Pastor Eric, what, what would you say is one of your main driving passions mm. in being a children's pastor?
1: All right. So my main driving passion for being a children's pastor is this, is that while I was growing up, in the church, and I had a lot of buddies that I was in kids' church with. Not one of them today still serve the Lord except for me that I know of. And I'm I'm aware of quite a few of them. That makes me sad because all of their parents were God-fearing Christians. We were at church every Sunday, we were at church every Sunday night, we were at church every Wednesday. And yet, hardly any of those men or women that are men or women today uh, serve the Lord. So what my driving passion is, is that I want to see this next generation of kids that come up serve the Lord when they get older. Mm -hmm. And I think the main problem was, and this is where my passion is, is that while, yes, the parents were faithful at bringing their kids to church, they weren't faithful in executing their responsibilities as the spiritual leader of their house.
0: Mm. And that's where we come into today. Correct. So that's cool that you connect that with that because then we just get to lead it right right into it. Um, one of my personal driving passions um, with, with youth and, and teaching that kind of stuff is just because there's, I remember the moment... I came to the Lord when I was in high school, which is, is probably what is, you know, it gives me just such a unique perspective in that moment when I remember when I'm trying to figure out life, I'm trying to figure out what I'm going to do with it. You know, when you're in high school, everyone's like, what are you doing? Where are you going to college? Right. What are you doing with this? And in the middle of that is when I met Jesus. Yeah. And you could best believe my plans got wrecked. I bet. Um, I had plans to go into culinary.
1: Yeah. You I was,
0: was going to be a chef. Um, I had a real, I I mean, I still love cooking. Yep. Um, I actually got a, a brand new chef's knife for Christmas. It's really nice. Um, it's got like a wood handle and everything, but I was, I was set and I like, I had, I had done a cooking competition Mm. with friends. I had done like, and we won gold medal. That was fun. Um it was actually super easy. The other the other teams were so bad. It was it, it, it was actually really funny. I was like we really did like we just followed the rules and did the basic stuff right, and right. we won because of that and I was just like that was super easy. Yes. Anyway, um all that to say God wrecked my plans. Yes. And he was like I have you you have a very unique perspective of where you're at and and I have plans for you to teach the next generation coming after you. Good. And um, and so when I went, and I knew once I was graduating in college that I was going into youth ministry. Like, okay. that was my target. I was like, I want to land in a full-time youth ministry position. Awesome. Which is a tall order, it actually. Is. <laughs> it is. For those of you who don't know much about ministry, a right. full-time it's student rare. ministries position it is not common. Correct, correct, <laughs> and uh, especially for someone just coming out of college. That's correct. So, That's um, correct. Uh, the Lord blessed me with this amazing church, Southwest. Yes. Love you guys. Thank you for having me. <laughs> um, but uh, the, my passion just came from like I know where that is. I know yes. where that moment in high school where you were just trying to figure life out. You are struggling to do your homework. You are struggling with your friends around you. Mm. You don't know where you fit in. You might feel weird. Yeah. You feel marginalized if you're, especially if you're not part of the popular crew. Right. right. Um, I never was. Right. I, you know, and I, I don't, I'm not afraid to admit that. But you know, it, it's so funny the constructs that we create in our minds because that's everything when it you're is. in high school. Like that's everything. Yeah. Like your social status there, and and whether you acknowledge it or not. It just like it affects you so much. It does, because um, even if you choose to ignore it, that affects you and right. how you interact with everyone. Because right? ignoring it usually means you don't talk to anybody and you just like cut yourself off. Loner. A- exactly, and um, and that affects you heavily. <laughs> Very much. So, um, so that's where kind of my passion comes from. It and 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 I really want to see this next generation and what and what we do is especially with youth. Um, is is drive this sense of family. Mm. You know, we're trying to create uh, that's our that's our main thing. We caught we nickname ourselves the fam jam. Right. We're called Southwest Student Ministries, but we say the fam jam. It's just like a fun name that we throw on t shirts. But it's so funny when you think about it because the the mentality behind it is like, hey, we're a family. Yes. And this is how a family should be functioning. Yes. <laughs> like I want them to know that that should be happening at home, too. Absolutely, There should be a family happen, a spiritual family at home. 100%. Not just a blood family. Right. So parents, this is where you guys come in. And this right. is where the discussion is starting to take a turn here. So we got a couple of scriptures here. Okay. That kind of give some responsibility yes. to the parents. So would you mind reading Ephesians 6, 4?
1: Sure. See, Ephesians 6, 4. I've got it right here. It says... Uh, and this is the the version that, that I'm using. I believe it's the Living Bible. And it says, And now a word to you parents. Do not keep on scolding and nagging your children, making them angry and resentful. Rather, bring them up with the loving discipline the Lord himself approves of with suggestions and godly advice.
0: Mm. So that's what the second half there is what I, where we're going to be focusing in on. Okay. We're going to talk about that first half yes. in our next episode. Okay. We're going to talk about provoking Yes, children obey. Yep. And we're going to talk a little, we're going to even get a little, you know, commandment. You know, We got some commandments that address honor Absolutely. and stuff like that. So we're going to get into that next episode. But the latter half of that Ephesians verse is where I kind of want to focus. Okay. It gives parents a responsibility. It, it says, does. train them up. Yep. In the ways of the Lord. Yes. Discipline them correctly. Correctly. Um, but, it, but bring them up in, instru- in, ESV says, instruction of the Lord. Yes. So it's saying, parents, you should be teaching them the ways of God. Absolutely. This is Paul speaking to the Ephesians. Um, another verse that we're going to be pulling from today is Proverbs 22, right. verse 6. And it says this, train up a child in the way he should go. Even when he is old, he will not depart from it. Yes. So this is where I think it connects a little bit to what you talked about. You had friends growing up yeah. that didn't, that, that currently don't serve the Lord. Correct. And according to this verse, they would be Yeah. <laughs> had they been trained in the ways of the Lord. Yes. And, and not to, okay, not to say that this is a foolproof thing. Correct. Just because you, you know... There's cases. People make their own decisions. Pe- in the end, people make their own decisions and right. you can reject it in spite of being taught. Correct. Um for a time you did. Yes. I did. <laughs> I know a little bit of your story. Very much so. Um but in your old age, because yes. you're an old man now. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm, ki- I'm kidding. But but now but now you are serving the Lord and, and not only just serving the Lord, but you are now serving as a teacher right. in the church. Which is that's an even that's a, that's an even deeper um, call right. that comes with some weight. It does. <laughs> that's an important weight decision to to say you're gonna yes. become a teacher in the church, um, but it's it starts now. Yes, where they're at. Even for me, who has a one and a half year old and, and a newborn. Right. It starts now.
1: And I'll say that that. Um, Oftentimes parents, and I don't want to get too deep into this because it's I know we're gonna talk about discipline and stuff in a little bit, but um the problem is is that parents will oftentimes tell themselves, well, I'll wait until they're, you know, five or six to start doing this stuff mm. to training them up properly or mm. disciplining. And the problem is is that when you when you wait and you and you those first five years that are so important in that child's life, mm-hmm. when you basically uh, just abdicate those years, yeah. uh, you, you've lost those those very influential years that you have with yeah. that child. and And then what ends up happening is then by the time they're five to ten years old, uh you've lost uh, that first 5 years of training and admonition in the Lord mm. and and you know that child then begins kindergarten w- without uh already having a basic proper foundation yeah. to their understanding yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, of
1: yeah. of what the Lord expects of them you know that there are that there are um responsibilities and 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 to a degree consequences even when you are young yeah. for not obeying mm-hmm. you know things like that and so i it's important to me and i and i unfortunately see this often and i wasn't the the most perfect at this myself uh, because it's difficult to Train up a two-year-old in the way they should go. <laughs> yeah,
0: I mean, and we're not, and we're not talking about like you know, your child does not need to understand the difference between like you know, sanctification and justification. Okay, right, like we're not. Right. No, is, no, this is not what we're talking no, about. No, it's yeah. not that nope. we're not going to that level. No, no, you no, don't need to sit down and try and read Leviticus to your correct, kids.
1: Correct. Correct. <laughs> the important thing, I would say, the most important thing for a young child to see because it's mostly what they're seeing mm-hmm. at this
0: point their sponges
1: their sponges is is that for that young child to see their parents engaged with the lord yeah they see their parents praying they yeah. see their parents having healthy communication between one another you know what yeah. i'm saying mm-hmm. and and i get it real life sometimes is difficult and and there are going to be arguments within the house, things oh, yeah, like that. Yeah. Uh, but it's important for that child uh, to have an early uh, view, mm-hmm. a, a healthy view of authority, yeah. a healthy view of of godly authority. And the way that that happens is parents model that behavior yeah. to that child. Before yeah. you can really teach them principles and stuff, yeah. it's important they see you living it out. Yeah even before they understand what they're seeing.
0: Do your kids understand that you answer to right. someone?
1: Exactly. Like, That's a good point.
0: I I I and this just came to my mind like do your parents or not do your parents do your kids think in your house that you are God? Right. Are you the ultimate authority in your right. house? Right. If I think if you are the ultimate authority in your house you're missing the point.
1: Absolutely. God is
0: the ultimate authority you bow to him. Absolutely. And you subject yourself to him, yes. One thing I read actually recently, and this is something I actually had a discussion with, and this is when I was in high school, I actually did this, this conversation just came to mind. I remember being in a small group um, with uh, this, this mom who um, she had homeschooled her kids. Mm. And one of her kids was um getting older, like teen they were teenager years now, and she was watching her kids grow up. Yep. And one of the stresses I was close with her, like she was she was she had taught me tech. Okay, I, she's who I learned sound tech from. She was a great sound tech person and she had taught me like everything I knew. And so we talked a lot, but she said just one time, one of the hardest things she had to come to um come to terms with was that her kids belong to the Lord. Yes. And not her. That's hard to understand sometimes, man.
1: Uh, I'll tell you one of the best examples of that, of course, and it's an extreme example is in the old Testament. um, And where um, uh, Hannah uh, hands over Samuel uh, to Eli, the priest, mm. you know? Yeah. And, and now obviously we're not, please don't do this. <laughs> Take your children to the pastor and say, you can have them, <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, but
0: <laughs> train the, him up. <laughs> yes.
1: Train him up. Uh, that's your job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. as it was my job, as it is your job. Yeah, and it's yeah, still yeah. my job, even though my son is 19. Yeah. You know, uh, I still feel somewhat responsible for yeah. him. Yeah,
0: well, and, and, and with Hannah specifically, to yes. give a little context, if you don't know the story with Hannah and Samuel, um, he she was barren. Yes. She had prayed to the Lord and said, please give me a son. Yes. Um... And if you give me child, yes, I will dedicate this child to you. Right. The Lord answers this prayer, yes. So she fulfills her side of this, That's and she right. was like, "I just want to." At this time, it was that was kind of like the fulfilling aspect That's of what right. it was to be a mother and a, and a woman and a yep. wife. All of those things at the time, that was like one of the most important things. Yes, and to be barren. Was was shameful. shameful. It was. It was just sad. It was yep. just like oh. <laughs> and you know we have different views today. We the do, the culture the culture has changed. Yes. Um. And that's good. It is yes. good. I, and, you know that's like that was I think a flaw at that time. It was. Time. But she she asked this of the Lord and He heard her prayer. Yes. Gave, and and He was like okay. Yes. And He I think it was a pretty. Good trade-off to consider what Samuel went to go and do. Absolutely. He becomes one of the great priests. That's right. Of Israel. That's right. And gets to be the guy who anoints the kings. That's right. Of Israel, the first kings of Israel. He had (laughs) a heavy
1: responsibility. And the reason I bring that up is because I believe, although it's an extreme example, Hannah understood Mm -hmm. that Samuel was not hers. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Samuel belonged to the Lord. Yeah. Now, again, extreme example, we yeah, don't bring yeah, our yeah. kids to the church, yeah, yeah. but she had the right mindset Yeah, as yeah, far exactly. as Samuel does not belong to me. Yeah. Samuel belongs to the Lord. Yeah. And, and I think that is what you're trying to get at is yeah. that, you know, our children are on loan to us yeah. for some years yeah. to train and raise in the way that the Lord instructs. Yeah. And if we keep that in mind, that we are responsible to the Lord for how we raise our kids, I think we we will uh, tend to make better decisions uh, because they belong to the Lord. He has entrusted us. And
0: when you think about it, I mean, it makes more sense when you go bigger picture. So, yes, immediately right now, especially when you like, you know, we just— I'm assuming right now we just had a kid. Yes. <laughs> I'm sure it's a really powerful. Congratulations! Moment. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a powerful <laughs> moment. It's yes, it. I'm sure it was amazing. Uh, future John, I hope you are enjoying and getting some sleep. <laughs> um, but um, big picture, our life is a blink of it, like blink of the eye. That's right. Our life, our whole life, and we're taking care of our kids for even less than that. You know, you let's. Let's say you help them through college. So let's say that we'll say that them in college is still living at home because they come home during right. the summers and whatnot. So let's say up to twenty-two, mm-hmm. they're in your care. Twenty-two years is not even like a full quarter of someone who would live like a full. Let's say if you lived a hundred, right. <laughs> I guess you wouldn't. So let's say it's around a quarter of your life, right? And, uh, and then you're, you're out independent and as a, as a, as an adult and you're doing your thing. So we're in charge of raising up the next people who would come closer to the Lord Yep. and, and in the blink of an eye, it's all going to be done anyway. And right. once we're all in eternity, you're not going to look at your son next to you and like still be taking care of him. Right. Like the adult, and you're kind of learning this now because yeah. he's be getting older But your relationship changes. It does. As you become... The relationship with your father... Yes. ...is a lot different now because you are both adults. Correct. And there is still a respect there because he's your father, but there's also now not a uh, daddy. Right. (laughs) Right. You know, and he doesn't look at you as like a foolish child. Or like someone who doesn't know how to take care of themselves. Correct. You're an independent adult now. Yes. And he trusts that what he did to raise you yes. is what's going to carry you on. Correct. So that's our hope and that's what I know your hope is as a parent, you want to raise your kid to be ready for life. That's, that's our all right. that's all our goals. I know right. it's I know it's your goal as a parent. Yep. And so we're here to kind of help you get there, right? But you got to start with this fact, and and it's that you have to be the leading factor Always. in all of this. So, um, to kind of continue a little bit more on this thought of what it what does it look like? I mean, you know, we said in the in the beginning, you know, in the perfect world, mine and your job probably doesn't exist, right? Because in a perfect world, the parents are fully like, I mean, our positions are modern, yes. You go back five hundred years; there was no youth pastor. No, nope. like there was no, there was no. You go back two thousand years when Jesus was around. I mean, there were, the kids were coming to him. Correct. Directly, there was no kids pastor running around trying to teach them. Right. Maybe there was somebody who would give a lesson every now and again, sure. but I fully expect that the family and the household was where people learned. And any depiction I've ever seen in cinema or like, you know, just like on movies, shows, anything like that, anything biblical, you always see the parent yes. talking out to them yes. about the stories, repeating yes. the scriptures. Right. All of these things. And um and you see that directly literally in Proverbs, which yep. is written in a father to son relationship. Correct. Like parent, like teach like father teach your son this yes. way. Son, obey your father this way. Yes. That's a lot of Proverbs speak. Yep. But he, it says, train up a child in the way he should go. Yep. Even when he's old, he will not depart from it. Yes. And that's because when you teach those fundamental foundational things early on, mm. when even when you rebel, yes. even when you go off and do all the craziest things... <laughs> In the end, you know where to fall back on. Correct. You're forced to almost. You, yes, you're forced to like all of the things you tried changing. Yes, fail you um, when they're not things of the Lord, and then Correct. you fall back on the truth that you've been trying to avoid. Yes, which you could probably speak a little more to this because that's not a to, not to you know go directly right, at you. Right. But this is your story. There's a lot of your story is like a, a lot of this. Um, you went to go find life and everything yes, else correct. Um and run away from it. Right. But when you were brought down to rock bottom mm. and this is from, you know, your, uh, your story with yeah. addiction and all this stuff like that. When you were brought to that rock bottom yeah. place, you only found one thing left. Yes. And it was that reliance on the Lord.
1: So yeah. I'll give an example. I think that is, that is good that a lot of people can understand of what we're talking about here, the foundation. So when you build a home, when I was a, um, older teenager, uh, 19, 20 years old, I worked for a new home construction. We built homes. And so I was just a laborer. I, I didn't, yeah. I don't know how to do any of the important stuff, but <laughs> I understood the concept that when you build a home, the first thing that you put down are you, you pour the concrete, you lay the foundation of the house,
0: not the drywall,
1: not the drywall <laughs> and, uh, or the paint or any of that. <laughs> You lay the foundation of the house and, and, and the foundation of the house is the most important thing. Yeah. So, uh, so when we're raising our kids, when I was being raised, uh, of course my parents weren't perfect, uh, and they'll be the first to admit that, but what they gave me was a good, solid foundation. Mm. And, and so, so they pour that foundation, you know, between the ages of, you know, when I'm born all the way up to when I'm, you know, 17, 18 years old, right? Yeah. Uh, maybe sometimes a little bit older than that. Uh, I then begin to build my own house. Yeah. Uh, but my house is crooked. My house is, is dilapidated and it's missing a front door. It needs and some renovations. It needs renovations. <laughs> and so eventually... Uh, the Lord tears my house down, yeah, but what remains foundation is the solid foundation
0: foundation you can build again, bingo, you can build again
1: bingo and 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 that is the importance of a parent's job, yeah, in those years you're raising your children, yeah, is to give them that solid foundation to where if the house needs to be torn down, yeah it can be yeah and you can rebuild on that same foundation
0: and to be honest it's not even if it's when correct how many times that i could tell you how many times my house has been torn oh, down. oh man my gosh yes <laughs> like right. i'm only absolutely. i'm only 26 right and i feel like my house has been wrecked absolutely multiple times yes um and so this is where i kind of want to lead the towards the end of this conversation um okay. for this episode yep um and it's in this importance of the day-to-day. Okay. The day-to-day things. Because this is, this is where our plea as pastors comes in. Yes. We love you, parents, and we love your kids. Yes. But here's a fact that we as pastors are very, very, very aware of. And it's what keeps us up sometimes <laughs> and what can um, frustrate us and wish that we were there more. Yes. Is the fact that we only see your kids maybe maybe two hours yes out of the week yes out of the week there's 168 hours that's
1: good i didn't know that
0: 168 hours in a week it's a lot we spend two maybe with them so this is where our hearts when we're on fire for Jesus and yes. we want to teach your kids and we want to share all of these things. We want to share life. We want to do all that stuff. I mean, and especially in a time that we're in right now. Right. It's more difficult than ever. It's even worse. It's right. even more di- we can't hang out in person as much. We mm. can't have as many open events as much. Right. Um hopefully we're going to see changes hopefully. coming. Um but more than ever, me and you and and people in our position are, we've, we've had to jump through 50 hoops right. to just put on what we have.
1: That's correct.
0: And, um, parents, you're there with them yeah. 168 hours of the week, absolutely, 24 <laughs> seven, you know, I mean, obviously if they go to school or whatever, yes, yes, yeah, we get that. But you're home yep. is what, what we're saying. And you are the first line of defense of the Lord. You are the Lord's representative. Yes. You are the one that they will see um, and will set the tone for where their spiritual life is going to go. Yep. Um, do they see you reading the Bible? Mm. Do they see you binge watching Netflix for six hours? Uh-oh. Do they see you praying mm. for more than five minutes? Yes. At night before they go to bed? Right do they see you play video games for four hours instead? (laughs) Are you you trying to hide? (laughs) I'm guilty of that too sometimes. Yes. Um, Do they, like, I don't, I don't need to keep giving examples. You get the point. Yes. What do they see you do? And and Mm. this is what you were mentioning uh, more than ever, especially if you have younger kids and this is where I'm at. I know that what my son sees Mm. is what he's, doing and absorbing correct um and i know this because this is how he learns everything that's right um he loves this is my favorite thing lincoln loves sitting and watching me make coffee Mm. i love making it he knows that already he he needs to sit in a chair next to me mm. while i make it while i grind it yeah he dances he loves the grinder when it sure. goes on he loves to smell it that's yes. his favorite part is when i shake the grounds and i let him smell it and he puts it in his mouth he goes <laughs> and he goes wow <laughs> like we taught him to say wow right, whenever he right. smells it and he just he just thought he loves it and and this is the monkey see monkey do part yes is i got him for Christmas this last christmas um a little tiny it's like you know you ever seen the milk pitchers like oh, yeah. baristas used to like you know steam the milk stuff Yep. so yep. it's like that stainless steel material and then it looks like that but it has like a gooseneck like a little spout okay so he can like pretend he has a small kettle yes yes and he takes it and he swirls it like i do and he'll go to his little kitchen and he'll take his little thing and he'll just do it he'll do it over a random pot for just anything really right but it's it's he's learning based on what he sees right and on a positive note to more of the spiritual side of things he knows when he sits and eats yes We pray. We pray. And he does it in a funny way. And it's always funny when he's that, when he he folds his hands like this and he shakes like this. Right. We always go, Thank you, Jesus, for this food and help us to, you know, do whatever, blah, blah, blah. And then we go, Amen. And we put our hands up in the air like it's, you know, a little praise, Jesus. And he does it. And like, and sometimes he'll remind us. Yes. And that's when it's funny. Yes. That's when it's like, That's the best. Thank you, son, for reminding us who we answer to. That's right. That's right. Like, and why we are eating and why we are eating. We should be thankful yes. for it. So, like it's it's the it starts now. Absolutely. And we want to encourage you, yes, as a parent, if you're watching this, like encourage you in your role. Like, yes. none of this is meant to be convicting so much as it is an encouragement to like step into your role. Yes. Like, this is what the Lord has called you to do. And whether or not, whether or not you're doing it, it's happening. Yep. I mean, you're either not being a good spiritual leader or you're being a good spiritual leader, regardless if you're, if you accept the job or not, it's your job. That's right. Um, and, uh, it's what your, your, your student, your child, your baby is, is looking to you and looking to learn the world. And so I hope that this conversation kind of opened some stuff up. If you have more questions, if you want to further the discussion or if you have more questions for us, we're available for that. Always. Um, uh, we have emails. We have yep. phone numbers. All of that stuff's like available through the church. You can Absolutely. go to our website to get our emails, um, J. Silvestri and ebundy yep. at southwestonline.org. Yep. And um, I, I, we have the church number, and you can always be forwarded to us if you yep. call a church number. Yep. So um, connect with us. Let us know if you have questions Absolutely. about that stuff. Um, I do have... A fun um, Kickstarter resource. We okay. have some more resources that we're going to share in our next episode. Yep. For this one, I just want to share this one Kickstarter one. Okay. Because parents, you're like, where do I start? Yes. How do I begin spiritually leading my kids? How do I start getting the Bible in their face um, to see it, to understand it? How do we have conversation about it? I don't know how to talk to my kids about this right. stuff yet. Right, right. You got to start with something. Yep. All right. So here is my first resource for you. Okay. The Bible Project. Mm. Have you ever heard of them? I haven't. The Bible Project is an amazing um, resource for you guys to use. They have a YouTube channel Okay. where they make all of their videos free. Awesome. Obviously, because it's on YouTube. And they have a lot. And when I say a lot, I mean a lot of Bible plans, Bible reading plans on the Bible app. Okay. The you version Bible app, which yep. is the most used Bible app. And the, everyone's yep. got it. I know you got it. Download it if you don't. Most popular Bible app on your phone that right. you can get on Apple Store or Android. Um, and and they have... They just explain everything in such a fundamental way. Okay, They do every book... They they break down books of the Bible. They oh, nice. break down words of the Bible. Wow. They their videos are really well animated. Okay. So they're animated videos that you could sit and watch with your kids, um, and they just explain things in a way that I know that will blow your mind because it blew my mind yeah. half the time. Um, they have a podcast kind of like this one. So if, if this isn't long enough for you, um, which it probably is, um, it's probably too long for you. But if you, if you want to, if you want to sit and just listen and get, um, just your mind blown sideways on a ton of topics, um, they have a podcast, you know, wherever you listen to those Spotify, you know, Apple podcasts called the Bible project. And they do a ton of different series on a ton of different things. Yeah, And, um, I approve of what they do because they bring in a lot of research nice. with, from other scholars. Um, they have two main guys who have discussion, but one of them is a doctor. Okay. He's, d- he's done his doctorate. He's a very well-educated guy. And I feel like they just talk about everything in such a simple way, um, even when it's hard. Yeah, like And that's the thing. It's like, how do you talk to your kids as they get older and they ask questions when it gets really hard. Yes. They have a lot of resources to kind of start those conversations. Good. So that's why I say it as a whole, because they're literally on everything. You go to YouTube, you can start watching their videos. You could read one of the... Uh, Mariah just started um, uh, a book study for Isaiah. Okay. She's doing... She's reading through Isaiah. It's a big book in the Bible. Huge book. <laughs> 66 chapters, I right. believe. And... Um, and, and they break down a full video. They do a two-part video because it's so big. But they do like the first 39 chapters in one video. And they kind of talk about the structure of it. And kind of it's like an intro as you're going in. What can you expect instead cool. of just starting to read it and get it confused? So, anyway, I give a huge spotlight to that right. because I've had my mind blown by it. Yeah. I I would love to use this as a resource once once Lincoln is starting to, you know, understand, understand things a little better. I want to sit him down and we could start, you know, it, we could start doing that kind yep. of stuff and then getting deeper. Yes. If you got an infant like where I'm at with Lincoln right now, this is where it comes to you just doing basic things. That's read, right. him, read him a story. Right. There's tons of Bible stories boiled down into simple terms that's right noah and the ark all of those David fun things and Goliath. exactly and you can just come to them with these simple things but they need to see you doing them they do and they got to see you doing them on your own as yes. well are you getting fed in front of your kids yes or are you trying to feed them separately mm. are we having family dinner right <laughs> you know this is a tip. we're going with the eating thing are right. we having family dinner or are we all eating separately in right. different rooms right so um anyway that's all I got. How yeah. did you feel about this? Neither of us finished. <laughs> right, we didn't. Uh,
1: well, so the first thing I notice is it's very dry.
0: Yeah, uh, we're talk- for those of you listening, we're talking about our um, our uh, delicious food. we Yes, eat. so this is a our toasted- almond butter, <laughs> almond butter with toasted uh, English muffin.
1: Right. Um, so I-, I would say that as far as just pure taste, it's not that
0: bad. It's yeah.
1: difficult to eat when you're talking though. Yeah. Because it's so sticky. dry it's sticky. and sticky. Yeah,
0: yeah. It was getting like I know.
1: So it's like <laughs> it's you know, you have to take a drink. I'm glad we had drinks yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or we'd yeah. be in trouble. Yeah, yeah. And 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 so I also learned another thing. Make sure I sit down with a napkin. Yeah. Uh, it gets when I do messy. this. It gets, it gets a little, a little messy. messy. <laughs> and then you're <laughs> looking at all my fingers. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I actually, <laughs> had a little bit on my finger. Right, and I'm like,
1: this probably looks bad in front yeah. of the camera. So,
0: but did, you were surprised that the almond butter wasn't that I'm, bad.
1: I'm surprised it wasn't yeah, that I'm really, bad. Yeah, not
0: remind myself a little quick. Yeah, it really isn't. No, almond butter. I think is a almonds are good. I yeah, like almonds. Yeah. So, if you like almonds, hey, try almond butter. Right. Uh, but we got a scale here. Okay, we do five is the number out of five. Uh, out of five, and what is our scale for today?
1: um isn't it uh sam the sam scale sam bundy the scale, the sam bundy scale yeah who by this time will be you know at, at evangel. evangel and uh hopefully uh studying hard yeah and uh, uh not getting into any trouble he's slacking already i, I know I, I just sense <laughs> it so he's um, in so much trouble right right now. right, right. <laughs> um yeah. oh, i swear dad i did my work yeah uh, i yep. got lost yep exactly uh, <laughs>
0: I don't know what happened. Right, I met right. this girl. It, it, right, right. <laughs> it's the
1: professor's fault.
0: Yeah. So, uh, um, so I, out, out of five, five,
1: I will give the almond butter uh, a three out of five oh, wow. on the Sam Bundy scale.
0: Okay, I'm gonna have to go with a two. Okay, two and a half, maybe. Yeah. Um, just because like I wouldn't sit down and eat that. No. Like I wouldn't sit Not down necessarily, and necessarily. No. That for me, that's where a three's at. Like, okay. A three okay. is like I'll sit and eat it. Okay. Um, and, uh, and then if it's above that, it's like, oh, I'll go out of my way to eat okay. this, but I, I just, I'm never gonna eat that again. No, I, just, not I can't like imagine anyway. me
1: sitting at home and saying, hmm, you know what sounds good right now is, is like no all, sugar, no salt, all natural
0: almond butter, almond butter. Uh,
1: but <laughs> the reason I think I, I probably have a more, um, gracious scale than you, uh-huh. uh, is that be because it's not hideous, yeah. You know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. But maybe I, you know, round it up a little bit. But I'll stick with my three. Yeah, stick with three. And that's fine. Uh, three out of five. Sam the scale. Bundys. The
0: scale is also kind of relevant. Yes. So it's just like it's like yes. what what is it to you? Yes. And, you know, we just throw our numbers together. So that's a total of five and a half. Five and a
1: half. Five and a half out of ten. Out of ten Sam Bundy. So it's
0: not the worst. And it's a little bit above it. So, like, you could try it. You could try it. Yeah. (laughs) It it won't
1: make you vomit.
0: (laughs) No. And if you want to eat healthier. Yes. I'll tell you right now, that's a good option. But I wouldn't.
1: Try it when you're trying to talk with
0: other people. Don't do it on a podcast. No.
1: (laughs) Don't do that. Don't do
0: it on a podcast. If you know you're going to do a podcast, don't bring this as a stick.
1: No. uh, (laughs) But
0: anyway, hey, we love you. Have a fantastic rest of your day. Um, Whenever you're watching it, good afternoon, good evening, good night, and um, we'll see you in our next episode, our part two two. of Faith in the Family, where we're going to be talking more about obedience. Uh Uh-oh and maybe some honor. Mm. And um, this is the one where you might want to sit your kids down and be yep. like, you better sit down and watch this. That's right. But kids, if you're watching, you better sit your parent down and say, you better sit down and watch That's this. That's right. You're this
1: provoking get, me. We're,
0: we're, we're, we're coming after both of you. Right. <laughs> um, and uh, so get excited for that. We'll see yep. you in our next episode. And today we're going to encourage you to stay almondy.
1: Yes. Stay almondy. See you later. Goodbye. God bless. Thank <music> you.